BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are in Las Vegas for a matchup with number 21, Creighton. Cougars dropped their second straight game on Wednesday night, falling at home to UVU 75-60. The loss evened BYU's record at 5-5 overall, and things actually started out okay for the Cougars. In fact, BYU led the Wolverines by 10, 25-15, but that would not last. BYU held a four-point lead at the break, and then the second half was dominated by Utah Valley. BYU was outscored 41-22 in the final 20 minutes and have now lost two in a row to their neighbor in Orem. A familiar issue popped up again with the Cougars really struggling to shoot the ball, especially from distance. BYU shot 36% from the floor and just 15% from three. BYU 4 of 26 from deep on Wednesday night at the Marriott Center. BYU did use a different starting lineup on Wednesday, inserting freshman Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders into the starting five for Rudy Williams and Noah Waterman. We will see if Coach Pope goes back to that tonight or switches it up once again. Hopefully we'll uh, have some sort of an answer on that uh, within the next uh, half hour or so if there's going to be any changes. Obviously, Greg Rubel will be talking with Coach Pope coming up in roughly 35 minutes from now. As for tonight's opponent, Creighton enters tonight with a record of 6-3 and three and ranked 21st in the country. The Blue Jays were ranked as high as number 7, but three straight losses have dropped them in the polls. Now, before you get too excited... Looking deeper at the losses, however, it's it's not like they've been losing to scrubs. Creighton's three-game losing streak has come against number 14 Arizona, number 2 Texas, and Nebraska. BYU actually faced this Creighton team last season in South Dakota, falling to the Blue Jays 83-71. The Cougars lead the all-time series 7-4. Creighton shoots the ball well as a team, hitting almost 48% from the field and 33% from three. They also don't turn the ball over very much. They're averaging right now just 10 turnovers per game. There are six Blue Jays on this year's team that faced BYU last season. One of those is Ryan Kalkbrenner. Creighton's 7-1 big man is averaging 16 points and six, or excuse me, eight rebounds. Another is Ryan Nimhard, who is second on the team in scoring at 12 points. He also averages six assists and shoots 43% from the floor. So those are a couple of names to pay attention to in terms of opponent tonight for the BYU Cougars. For more on tonight's matchup, I was able to get a few minutes with assistant coach Nick Robinson. I asked Nick what has his attention from a coaching staff perspective right now with this team. You know, for us, uh, you know, every day is about getting better. And so, you know, as a team, we've got to get better. Individually, we've got to get better. Um, and we've got to do it together. And so for us right now, uh, the number one focus is finding ways uh, to improve. Are you seeing that 
I mean, I realize that the results aren't necessarily what you guys are wanting, but are, are you seeing progress enough for you to feel like what you're talking about is kind of sinking in? Yeah, one of the qualities, right, of each individual, right, um, on this team, um, you know, including the group collectively uh, with some of the adjustments that we've had to make, uh, everybody continues to respond day in and day out, right, and works to get better. We've got a lot to improve on, clearly, right, but each guy right continues to show up day in and day out and trying to improve whether that's offensively whether that's defensively whether that's from a rebounding standpoint whether that's from an understanding uh, standpoint you know as well as uh, you know trying to help each other right continue to lift and to grow and to and to get better to your point if, if guys aren't willing to do that and to try to get better every day regardless of the outcome if, if you don't have that then it's really difficult to start making some of the x and o stuff if the guys aren't buying in to try and get better and it's sounds like you're seeing that. Yeah. I mean, every season, right, that's the process that every team has to go through. And so, you know, regardless of where the results have fallen, right, this particular stage, it just gives us a clearer picture of where we are and where we need to get better. And so, um, you know, it's great to have a group of guys, uh, you know, full of uh, character and want and willingness to get better every day. And so we'll see that as we continue to move forward. What did you guys see specifically when you looked at the film of the, the Utah Valley game? You know, for us, we felt like, you know, it was a tale of two halves, right? In the first half, uh, you know, we executed a pretty high level at both ends of the floor. Um, you know, we felt like we won the rebound, re- rebounding battle. Uh, and in the second half, uh, we had multiple breakdowns in each of those areas. Um, and we just weren't able to, you know, muster enough fight, uh, you know, at, at specific points in time where we're just down five or six. And, uh, you know, to Utah Valley's credit, they were able to take advantage of some of our our mishaps and so you know it's, it's one of those areas you know when we got to the film uh, last night and this morning uh, we were able to learn uh, from those areas but again you know kind of a tale of two halves coach pope has talked really even since the offseason and to begin the year that there's going to be a lot of trying things out and different lineups and different combinations you guys ended up having a, a new starting lineup against utah valley did you like what you saw is that something that you guys may look to keep or is it still sort of experimentation you know i think uh, you know the entire process uh, for this group right now, right, uh, minus Spencer, minus Trevin, right, is to gain experience in different ways. And so we were able to see, um, you know, a couple of guys get different experience, um, you know, whether that was starting or coming off the bench. And so, you know, I would imagine that, you know, as guys continue to increase their consistency, um, you know, of play um, at both ends of the floor uh, in different roles, whether that's coming off the bench or starting, um, we may, you know, continue to see uh, opportunities to grow in different lineups and in different areas. I asked Coach Pope about the freshmen, specifically Dallin and Richie the other day, and he, he says he's really pleased with what he's seen. He wished he didn't have to rely on them as much, but I've, I've got to imagine, though, sometimes out of necessity, you get to see more of a guy than maybe you intended to. Is there maybe some positive consequences on having to rely on them because you get to see a little bit more maybe than you originally thought you would? You know, for all of our guys right now, they're having the opportunity, right, to learn through mistakes. And so, um, you know, the ability to be able to get up, right, get to film, uh, get to practice and learn from the mistakes that happened the previous day, whether that's in a game or practice, is really beneficial for all of our guys, uh, you know, given where our game experience is uh, throughout the roster. So, you know, it's a, again, it's a process for each individual guy um, to be able to learn and grow and, and uh, gain more experience. 
uh, whether they're freshman, senior, right, junior, or sophomore. You get the uh, 45 minute flight down to Vegas to take on a really good Creighton team. Just initial thoughts: How close are they to the team that you guys faced last year? You know, this year they uh, uh, instead of being freshmen, they're now sophomores, yeah. right? So they brought in uh, an experienced transfer. Uh, so in terms of how they're playing, it's very similar uh, to last year. They just have a lot more experience, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so you know, they're a top 25 team. I think they're 21 this week. You know, they rattled off six really good wins. Uh, they played in Maui um, against you know three high quality ranked teams. You know, lost uh, to Arizona in the championship, lost to Texas on the road. You know, and then just uh, uh, you know took one uh, versus Nebraska. And so you know, I think for them, you know, right now they're hungry. They've had a week to prepare for us. Um, you know, they're excited to get back on the courts. Um, you know, they're healing up their nicks and bruises. Uh, but they're a very very good team. Um, you know, as they go, you know, six seven deep. And so you know, our challenge is can we bring the intensity that we need, like we have yeah. in previous games, um, for all 40 minutes, you know, not just for 20 or 25 or 30 or 35, um, you know, and that's going to be the goal as we head into each and every game. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Good luck in Vegas. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, that was BYU assistant basketball coach Nick Robinson. Appreciate his time as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Blue Jays. Coming up next, we will head to Las Vegas. It'll be our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard in our BYU radio studios in a very chilly Provo, Utah. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU in Las Vegas tonight, taking a number 21 Creighton. Let's head down to Vegas and join Former BYU Cougar, our radio analyst. His name is Mark Durant, and this is our courtside conversation. Hi, Mark. How are you tonight? Jason, my friend, I don't know why you're complaining about the weather. It's it's pretty nice outside here. Yeah. What is the temperature down there? <laughs> it's about It was about 60 today and sunny. I played golf today. Of course you did. With my brother Warren. Warren came down from St. George. We had a great day on the golf course. And, uh, How'd you do? Weather. How'd you do? You know. I play great, actually. Not to two mile horn because it's rare when that happens. So when it happens, I got to tell you, tell you about. It. I played great, and sometimes this is the deal, Jason. Sometimes you got to not play for a month or two because then you forget all the bad stuff you were doing, and you, and you, you actually play good. I got to tell you, I know you people are listening about basketball, but they had this little charity thing about one one sixty, and you could pay twenty dollars to give to charity, and if you make. You know, if you get you get a certain distance from the hole, you get some money. If you get a hole in one, you get ten thousand dollars and all that. Anyway, so I do it. I hit the most beautiful shot. It's tracking. It hits. It it bounces off uh, the the pin to two feet away. I almost had ten G's, man. Ten. G's. If I had won that ten G's, you wouldn't be talking to me. I'd be in the casino <laughs> uh, 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 trying and, and to double all, it, so. but basically <laughs> just losing it is what would happen. Anyway, so point is. Good day. I'm hoping some of that yes. karma yes. Uh, translates to BYU basketball. They need it. Yes. Let's take some of that good golf course karma and, and bring it right into the arena. Look, Mark, the majority of the season is still ahead of all of us, so there's time to start making strides. Where does it start for you with this BYU team? 
No, that's a really good point. I mean, we focus a lot about uh, preseason, and that's always been a big part of things. And it's just not happening for BYU this year. Um, but I mean, it might if this if this team can kind of turn it around, find themselves, find a little identity, play a little bit better defense, shoot the ball a little bit better from three, just get a little bit better, and then you go into conference play. Maybe they can kind of come around and gel as a team and have a good conference season. I mean, it's almost better in, in ways than to play good at the beginning and then falter at the end like BYU's team did last year uh, a little bit. And so, I mean, this I think what we're seeing from this team is the floor. And so I think they can only but get better. And I'm hoping that they can just be a semblance of a, a solid good basketball team coming into conference play and then maybe they get you know maybe they get some wins and get some confidence and and do something in conference play but it, 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 it no one's uh has any false delusions about how they're playing right now they're, 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 they can't make a shot they're not d'ing up anybody and there's frustration there's cracks uh you know all those things happen when you're losing it's not a fun place to be it's not fun to go to practice and all the other things that is, uh, can be really fun when you're winning, but it's not—it's a different ball game when you're losing. And so, with that said, I mean you've got an opportunity here, Jason, to change that script like dramatically. Yeah. You, if you beat Creighton, I mean, this is a great chance. If you could win this game, uh, th- that would really change things really, really quickly. And I just heard that uh, I think the, the big fella Kalkbrenner uh, for Creighton is not going to play. Ooh, uh, yeah, that, that was just tweeted out, and so I, I, I don't think he's playing. And he was completely and utterly dominant last year yes. against BYU, and has been to and, start the year so far too. Yeah, he, I mean he's just a force out there. So that's not to say Creighton, you know, that they're a good basketball team with or without him, but it, it certainly makes. BYU's prospects of getting a win just a little bit better. And you got to remember, too, the other good team that they played this year, they played really well. They played up to the competition and almost beat San Diego State on the road. So it's not out of the you know realm of possibility that BYU could win this game, but they're going to have to play so much better. And number one, they're going to have to knock down some threes, which they had just been atrocious at this last few games. Okay, well, that's where I wanted to go. We got so excited about the 19 threes versus Westminster. And look, the reason we got excited is because we know the type of shooters that are on the team. BYU is 11 of 59 from deep since then. That's 18.6%. What has happened? Because it feels like the looks that BYU's getting, it's the same that they were getting. Is it as simple as it's a make-or-miss situation and they're just missing right now? Well, I don't know that they're exactly the same. I mean, this there's a whole idea of you know, Westminster. They, they chose, they said, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to knock down shots. And they went underneath the screens. And the shots BYU took were pretty open, and they got a little rhythm, and they got confidence, similar to what you've seen the last, you know, UBU and and uh, South Dakota. That they got confident, and, and then you, then it's like everybody just feels good, and they're all going in, and you, you're loose. Um, but you know, when you play better teams, and you think you have an open three, but it's actually contested, and it's not the same shot you're getting at Westminster, and and, and then you, the shots start to not go and then there's pressure on guys oh we got to hit this one because we're starting to get behind and uh, I mean it's a whole kind of different mindset it just goes the idea what I want to talk about too Jason is you know defensively for BYU I think they think they're playing hard and I think they think they're guarding their guy but uh, there's a difference between being around a guy defensively and making his life a living hell out there on the floor and and you've got to 
kind of when you think you're playing hard, you're not. You, and you, you and you got to make life tough on guys. You got to get in their face. You got you got to get you know harassing them. You're touching them. You're bumping them everywhere they go. Just wherever they want to go, you're in their face. And they they know what kind of gum you chew and your mother's maiden name by the end of the game because you're you're just in their face that much. And a lot of times BOU guys are, are where they're supposed to be, but they're really not playing hard defense. They're not doing just that little extra to make it miserable on guys and just get a little hand in the in the shot so it's not a, an open look from the three. Anyway, I'm not expressing my point very well, but good teams make life miserable for the guys they're playing against. And BYU. It's not like they're not trying, but I don't think they really understand what it takes to be successful defensively, and it just takes that much more effort and, and really make life miserable for, for their opponent. Let's focus in on the Blue Jays' top 25 team coming in at number 21. And in the last segment, I mentioned they lost three in a row coming into this game. They have had a week to prepare, but they've lost three in a row. But that's, that's not of any comfort because they're losing to the number 14 team, the number 2 team. I mean, they're losing to legit teams. Um, but as you mentioned, you're 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 seeing that uh, the Kalkbrenner's not going to be there. There's seven one big man who's, you know, I think I th- I'm trying. I had the I had the stats. I think it's fifteen and eight. Um, so I mean, not having him there is certainly good. But BYU is going to obviously have to play well regardless. W- what are your impressions of this Creighton team, who we saw obviously last year uh, in South Dakota? Well, they've got some great wins, uh, and like you said, the teams they're losing to are really good teams. And so, you know, they're a solid top 20 type team. To me, they're kind of the Gonzaga light of the Midwest, you know, they're that, that type of program where they, they really build a nice program under Coach McDermott. They're good every year. They're really good this year. They had a lot of return uh, return guys from last year. And like I said, they, they throttled BYU last year. And so it's a real challenge. I mean, they've got – it's just a solid program. And every year they're good, so you know you have to play well to beat them. BYU struggled mightily against UVU in their seven-footer. Um, even though he didn't get a lot of block shots, BYU had to alter what they were doing. And when you're not hitting the three and then you go in the paint, you have to alter your shot and you're missing the in, in the paint, then it's, it could be a long night from the field. Uh, so it's nice to not have the big fella out there. But, again, I mean, it's this is a great program. They're bigger than and better than one player. But it does uh, open up some avenues that may not otherwise have been there for BYU with him in the game. Okay, so we do know that there is a, a change to the starting lineup, and it's it's essentially a hybrid of what we saw uh, before and what we saw on Wednesday. Dallin Hall is going to stay in the starting lineup as the point guard. Noah Waterman who was coming off of the bench on Wednesday. Richie Saunders got the start. Saunders goes back to the bench. No Waterman back in. So you're starting five. Hall, Robinson, George, Waterman, Traore. What do you make of that? What do you think's behind that lineup? I mean, Coach Pope is just trying to find what works best. And and here's the deal. When you got the situation you have right now, the guys that play good are going to get more minutes. And the guys that don't, they're going to get less minutes and Richie played really good got the starting lineup since he's been in the starting lineup hasn't played particularly well you know he always gives a great hustle but hasn't shot the ball well hasn't really been an offensive threat and and so then you you, you know you reward a guy like Noah to come in and, and play even though he's his shooting's gone down a little bit anyway the point is coach Pope is trying to find guys that he can count on to deliver certain performances but when I played Jason I knew every game Russ Larson was going to have 20 points at least I knew Ken Roberts was going to have at least 15. 
uh, I, I knew you know someone else, some, some third guy was going to have ten. You know, that's uh, what forty-five points that I didn't have to question where we were going to get points, and then the rest of us could kind of like maybe I'd have a good game one day, or another guy would have a good game, and we'd kind of fill it out that way. This BYU team coming into a game doesn't know where their points are coming from. Uh, maybe Foose is the most consistent. I expected kind of Gideon to be the 20-point a game night. He Sometimes he plays well, sometimes he doesn't. He's been in foul trouble. That's, that's hurt them. I don't know who's going to be the 10-point. Maybe it's Rudy Williams. I don't know, but, but the point is you need to have consistency in your best players so you're not counting on a Richie Saunders or Noah Waterman. Those are complementary players. The, the seniors, the better players need to step up and play more consistently and produce better, more consistent numbers so the other guys don't have that pressure and they can just go play basketball. It's not happening right now yeah. for BYU, and I think that's a big problem. All right, Mark, great stuff. Uh, I will leave you with this. Uh, remember who you are and return with honor, okay? Let me ask you this question, Jason. Yes. I got a bag of popcorn in my hand. Okay. It's got Michelob Ultra on it. I'm <laughs> conflicted if I should eat this or not. Um, I'm going to say pass just to be safe. <laughs> We're at Michelob Always Ultra err on the Arena. side of caution. <laughs> I may go for it. All yeah, right. I'm in Vegas. You, I know. You'll never hear about it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> See ya. Guy goes to Vegas, immediately changes personality. It's unbelievable. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Cougars are in Vegas tonight, taking on number 21, Creighton. couple of scores to give you before we send you down to Las Vegas. Utah Valley getting the road win at Northern Arizona today in overtime, 80-75. to Southern Utah and Cal State Fullerton playing at the very arena that BYU will play at tonight. Their game finished uh, probably about 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. Uh, Southern Utah gets the win by 7, 67-60. Weber State in action right now, hosting uh, St. Martin's. It is 27-15 in favor of the Wildcats, 8-27 to go in the first half. And uh, at the Merritt Center today, uh, it was a 5 o'clock Mountain Time uh, tip-off. So the game ended uh, about 45 minutes ago. Uh, it was BYU Women's Basketball hosting number 15, Utah. Utah getting the win 76 to 59. On the other side, we will get you down to Vegas for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Happy holidays. Welcome courtside inside Michelob Ultra Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada for the middle game of the opening night at the Jack Jones Hoop Fest. It's the BYU Cougars and the 21st-ranked Creighton Blue Jays. These two teams meeting on a neutral floor one year minus one day since their neutral court get-together last season in South Dakota. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, with me, the former BYU Ironman and social media phenomenon, Mark Durant. 
And, Mark, if BYU's consecutive losses to South Dakota and UVU were the frying pan, uh, Creighton is the fire. Yes, the Blue Jays have lost three straight games. Yes, they're without Ryan Kalkbrenner, we find out tonight. But they are still the 21st-ranked team in the AP poll, 21st in Ken Palm coming into the weekend. They are heavy favorites here in the desert home of the betting line. Well, listen, you know I'm a big Vegas guy and the betting and all. all the, I like all the, the gambling Mr. Vegas, you, you live on the line. You the, live the craps, on the line. The blackjack. The roulette. And what I've learned over the years is the house always wins. But every once in a while, on one special night, a guy comes in and kissing the dice and everybody's all around yelling and he's rolling. And, and, he, and he wins one night. And I think that's the hope for BYU tonight. Even though it looks like from the past few games, there's not really any chance for BYU to win this game. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe they get hot. Maybe they start making some threes, which makes them a different team, right, Greg? We've seen that. They're a different team when they're knocking down the threes. Maybe they'll play like they did against San Diego State and really play well and be aggressive and do things. So, listen, everybody would bet on the Blue Jays mostly tonight, but maybe, just maybe, Greg, you get hot and you get a win, and that would really change the trajectory of this team. Coming up next, we'll hear from the other Mark, BYU head coach Mark Pope. As the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Jack Jones Hoop Fest in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Creighton getting together for the 12th time all-time. BYU has won seven of the 11 previous meetings, including three of the last five. But the Cougs will have their hands full in this battle with the Blue Jays. Creighton beat BYU 83-71 last season in South Dakota. The Cougars trailed by 20-plus in both halves before making things a little more respectable down the stretch. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. With the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about the constant quest to just get a bit better in each game after a second straight setback in a disappointing midweek loss against UBU. Well, I'd like to see a little bit more fluidity offensively, a little more movement, a little bit of confidence with our guys' decision-making for sure. Um, yeah, so that's 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 really, really important for us. And then we need to find a way to put 40 minutes of a defensive effort together, which is super challenging. I mean, um, but we need to, you know, we don't have, we've got a razor-thin margin for error. And so we have to we have to spend a lot of time way more closer to fulfilling our assignments exactly right every single time in order for us to get over the hump here. Or does Creighton make it harder for you to look good? Well, I, I mean, this is one of the best teams in the country. I know they've, you know, they lost to Arizona and Texas and, and a really, you know, just a mind-numbing performance against Nebraska just in terms of, you know, we've been there also. You know, they're 10 for 40 from the three-point line, and it's hard to win when you shoot 25% or 20% or 15% from the three-point line. So um, they're a great team. They have unbelievable size uh, in the middle that's just incredibly problematic for everybody um, on the offensive ends in some ways but really on the defensive end because you just it's almost impossible to get him to 
leave the key, and he's one of the top rim protectors in the country, and it just makes everything difficult. Um, you know, they're, you know their their most recent performance notwithstanding, they're an unbelievable shooting team with incredible space. And Coach Rick Dermott is super creative offensively. He's always trying to move around the tag and make it uncomfortable and impossible to get to it. And and so uh, they run really good stuff. And it's a great team. Uh, they you know they have a, a tremendous length, they have athleticism. Uh, Nemhart is a is a you know a, 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 for his age group in college basketball, he's probably one of the top point guards and certainly one of the uh, the highest. SIQ point guards, and so they're a good team. How instructive is the game you played against them last year relative to tonight? Well, the last year was just massive frustration, right? It was just frustration from start to finish. Um, you know, we were, we were down some bodies, and, and uh, their physicality was eye-opening to us um, inside, not just their length and their height, but their physicality is, I think it's, it's hard to anticipate on film, and then we get in the game, and you're like, man, we can't move anybody off us spot um, so I think we have a better understanding of the challenge we're facing certainly and how it feels the uh, question is can we execute better you did crash really well on the offensive glass last year against a really good team well it's helpful when you miss a lot of shots you can you have a lot of opportunities but um, you know uh, you know our guys uh, as always put together an unbelievable effort we just have to find a way to execute uh, a little bit better tonight to have a better result a little different look in your starting group for you tonight how do you plan to go um, yeah we're, we're just going to move Noah back in the starting lineup we'll keep shuffling this lineup throughout the season but um, we're hoping to take advantage of a couple things that he can do on this uh, on the floor early and so we'll see how that goes keep down at the point start things out yep keep down the point all right coach good luck against Creighton we'll talk to you post game thanks Ray. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys tonight? I think BYU needs to set a tone early like they did in the San Diego State game, come out aggressive, be in this game at the four-minute mark. I think that's important to, to build their confidence in this one. And secondly, when you're playing against a top-20 team, you have to value the basketball. They've got to be around 12 turnovers. Don't make a lot of mistakes. If, that, if, you, if you make mistakes tonight, you're going to have a long night. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Jack Jones Hoop Fest at Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are coming to you live from Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, Nevada. Tonight, 5-5 five and five BYU taking on 6-3, and three, number 21 Creighton in the second of three games on the first night of the Jack Jones Hoop Fest. In the game preceding hours, Southern Utah defeated Cal State Fullerton 67-60. It'll be Utah State and LMU in the game following us tonight. Then on Monday, they'll play two more games, and Creighton will hang around for a Monday game against ASU. New Mexico will take on San Francisco. 
This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Great to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Mark, if uh, if the wheels haven't fallen off, the lug nuts are a little loose right now. Uh, BYU has lost back-to-back games, didn't get to 70 points in either game. They've shot 19% from the arc over these two losses to South Dakota and UVU. The starting lineup remains kind of a work in progress. We'll change for a third straight game. Creighton's a tough draw if you're looking to make a lot of progress, but BYU's already kind of at a crucial point in the season if this team is to have plans for the postseason. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just don't think at this point you're even thinking about the postseason. I mean, it's like me thinking about being a Chippendale at this point. It <laughs> doesn't look like it's something that can happen now. I could go work out and get massive and I'm a handsome guy, so maybe in the future that can be a, a concern of mine or a goal of mine, but I think this team is just trying to not fall apart right now, and how can we make 30% of our threes? It's not even about making 20%. It's, can we get to 30%? Can we, you know, be able to guard the three? Can we recover and, 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 and play the kind of defense we need to or not turn it over? 20? I mean, there's a lot of issues, and that's not to be too hard on these guys. I mean, it's just evident. They, they, they lost to South Dakota, and they lost to UVU at home. That That is a bad stretch of basketball. But that, no one's giving up on this team. Those guys aren't giving up on themselves. And this is a great opportunity, Greg, to really change direction. I mean, this is a change direction type of game. If you can somehow come out, play well, get hot, feel confident, and get a win. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Creighton head coach Greg McDermott as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the Cougar Tip-Off show continues, getting you prepped for BYU and number 21, Creighton. BYU has lost back-to-back games coming in. Creighton, though, on its uh, first three-game losing streak in almost four years. While BYU lost to South Dakota and UVU, the Blue Jays lost to Arizona in Maui, then Texas at Texas, and then home to Nebraska. Uh, two of those teams are top 20 in Ken Palm. The Huskers are 82nd, but it's an in-state game, big rivalry game, and sometimes that happens. Uh, head coach Greg McDermott is in his 13th season with the Blue Jays. He's taken Creighton to seven NCAA tournaments, and this year's team is picked to win a very good basketball conference, the Big East, a short time ago. I spoke with Coach McDermott about what the, some are calling the Maui hangover for teams that played in the islands and have not played some of their best basketball since. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's hard to know, Greg. Uh, you know, obviously we haven't played great since we've been back, and a lot of the teams that were over there have, have struggled to win games as well. Part of it is when we got back, our team got sick, and uh, getting sick and having to go to Texas and then host Nebraska is not ideal. But I, I feel like we're, we're towards the back end of that, and guys are starting to get back on their feet a little bit. But that, that, that trip takes a lot out of you, especially you play three ranked teams in three days and then come home, and five days later you go to Texas. So um, having said that, it's been an incredible growing and learning experience for our guys but uh you know we found out that you know we still got a long ways to go what was this week like for your guys because you haven't played in a little while yeah it's finals week uh you know i think any coach would tell you it's 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 the hardest week to practice guys are coming from a final on their way to final sleep patterns all messed up um but i I felt like we got some things done and i I felt like we were able to work on us a little bit on tuesday and wednesday in particular and and maybe maybe make some strides in in some areas that we we needed to address but uh you know it's uh it's hard to practice during final week i know that 
they, they breathed a big sigh of relief when we got on that plane Thursday night and uh, no school for a month or so. Right. It was exactly 52 weeks ago today, a year ago this weekend, you played BYU in the South Dakota game. Your team then to your team now, what, what would you say about the comparison? Yeah, I mean, different. Obviously, those freshmen are sophomores now, the three guys, Alexander and, and Nemhart and Kaluma. Uh, Brian Hawkins was really important to us last yeah. year, as was Alex O'Connell and Keyshawn Fizel, and they've been replaced with some other guys. So, um, you know, we're I think the pieces are there for us. We've got a lot of room to grow still. Um, but, uh, you know, that BYU game last year was a big game for us. Um, and, uh, you know, where, where we both, our program and BYU is today, you know, stinging off a few losses in a row. This is a big game for both teams today. It's not a straight across replacement uh, in terms of like for like in every way, but uh, Shireman for Hawkins, how's that coming? Yeah, it's good. You know, they're, uh, they both have tremendously high basketball IQ. Hawkins more interior, but could step out and shoot the three. Baylor's, uh, Baylor can really handle the ball, facilitate, make plays for other people better than, than Hawk could. Uh, but, you know, to get a fifth-year guy, you know, a one-year guy in both those situations, we, Player could, of the year we, guy we, we couldn't ask for yeah. much better. Okay, your thoughts on this BYU team that comes in, also having hit a, a bump in the road early. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're young, and uh, it's a make-shot, miss-shot game. We've we've suffered the last two games. We haven't shot it well uh, at Texas or at home against Nebraska. You don't make shots. You know, everything else is magnified, and sometimes when you make shots, those little things that maybe don't that, that happen every game don't don't show their face quite as much. So I think we we're two teams that that have a lot of shooters. We just haven't shot the basketball great, and probably the team that shoots the best t- tonight is probably going to win. Right, well, good to see you again, Coach. Thanks for the time, and happy holidays. Thanks, Greg. All right, that's Creighton head coach Greg McDermott. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show next from Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. All right, coming up, it's BYU and Creighton. Mark, it wasn't until Wednesday that Mark Pope had ever started two freshmen in the same game as BYU's head coach. But to shake things up, he went with Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders against UVU. Dallin stays in, Richie's out, so results may be mixed on Wednesday. And like Mark said, he'll be he'll be yeah. mixing it up as they go. He'll be tinkering with it. I, I think the thing is that the, the guys that are playing the best should play the most. And no more kind of get away from the two fives. You know, just play the guys that are playing the best. All right, last word before tip-off is coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from Michelob Ultra Arena in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. It is the Jack Jones Hoop Fest here at Mandalay Bay, Michelob Ultra Arena, BYU Creighton, middle game of three games on tap today, first day of this two-game affair. They'll play two more games on Monday night, and Creighton will play in one of those on Monday. All right, uh, second Big East opponent for BYU this year. BYU already played a Big East team, Butler. Butler picked to finish lower down the conference. Butler beat BYU 75-70 in the Bahamas. Creighton's picked to win the Big East. Yeah, Creighton is a great program consistently. This is going to be a tough game, but... It's almost better that it's a tough game for BYU because then maybe you play a little bit loose. No one expects you to win. Maybe you come out, get hot. Who knows what can happen? But uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Creighton is very good. No question about it. Tip-off of BYU and Creighton is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.